dedicating today's podcast to Steve. He is the friend on which you can depend. Alleluia. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. Mine have already started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and let's just pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I'm well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. Amen. And dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know, but when tonight I rest, I swear... (laughs) that I will get on my knees and say, Lord, I've tried my best. Amen and amen. In Touch Magazine (laughs) asks us, where do we go to for advice? Each day, we let either the world or God's word shape our thoughts. Although most of us are quick to say that we believe the Bible, at times our actions indicate that we're influenced by something else. So where do you go when you want advice about a big decision or a lifestyle choice? Websites, blogs, and the media They offer a wealth of information that can either be beneficial or most chances harmful. Coworkers, family, friends, they also provide counsel. But do they rely on worldly reasoning or godly wisdom? The best resource for true guidance is scripture scripture from the Bible. But we often rely on human intelligence and personal preferences instead. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 describes God's word as living 
and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing into the deepest parts of the soul. Those who are reluctant to surrender to its penetrating work essentially reject the Lord by their refusal to listen and obey. But those willing to accept Scripture's reproof, Scripture's correction, and wise nourishment will discover the riches of a life of faith. Letting the Word be your guide requires costly changes in thought, changes in attitude, changes in behavior. Yet any adjustments or disciplines that produce godliness also result in eternal profit. And it just all starts with going to the scripture for direction. Let's go to our Bibles for direction. Everyone. Good morning. Stay right there. We'll be right back with more. After the Last Supper, Peter made a grand proclamation of his devotion to Jesus, saying, Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. Yet, later that very evening, on three separate occasions, Peter claimed that he didn't know Jesus at all. The moment he realized his denial, He went out and wept bitterly. Listeners, if handled in a healthy way, being confronted with our sin leads to spiritual growth. That's one reason relationships are critical. They reveal rough areas in our character and present opportunities for God's transforming grace. Relational intimacy forced Peter to confront his own weakness and he grew more Christ-like in the process. And so it is with each of us. The good news is that relationships also foster healing. After his resurrection, Peter asked, excuse me, Jesus asked three times if Peter loved him. And three times Peter responded, You know that I love you. And with their fellowship restored, Jesus prepared to give Peter a major role in the growth of the church. Think about it. Take a moment. Thank someone in your life who has challenged you in a way that led to transformation. Mm -hmm. Someone that challenged you 
in a way that led to transformation. Powerful, powerful. Amen. Now, prayers from the wilderness. Gaze up to the heavens. Father, today is another day when I am trying to once again begin my God-given assignment. Even though my heart is in the right place, sometimes the issues of life and household tasks overwhelm me. Every day, my goal is to follow your lead, listen to your voice, and trust in your directions. It is truly my desire to stay on task for you. So please, please teach me the discipline of developing a routine that yields a harvest for you. I know it will make a difference in my life, no doubt. Instruct me in the order needed to fulfill every task that you give me. Bless me with your routine and not my own. Show me how to follow your schedule so that I live a life of divine purpose every day. Teach me, Lord, to begin each day with you and ask you to give me a disciplined spirit and a loving heart. Lord, teach me to follow and to trust in your authority over my life. Help me to acknowledge a disciplined life produces fruit, but please do not allow me to be so rigid about working on what you assigned me to do for this season that I don't recognize your hand directing, your hand changing the use of my time. I see it, Lord. As you bless me with discipline, Father, please provide me with balance, so that I am not fixated on meeting goals and then forget to love, forget to laugh, forget to enjoy relationships. Father, just remind me that discipline is for your glory and for my good. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Whose name? <laughs> the name of Jesus, I pray. Psalm 37 says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Proverbs 16 says, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. There it is. Amen. Hallelujah. Stay right there. We'll be back and uh, we're going to do some Proverbs because they are so good. I tell you, the Proverbs opened me up like a grapefruit. <laughs> Here we go. Wine produces mockers. Alcohol leads to brawls. Those led astray by drink cannot be wise. The king's fury is like a lion's roar. To rouse his anger is to risk your life. 
avoiding a fight is a mark of honor. Only fools insist on quarreling. Those too lazy to plow in right season will have no food at the harvest. Though good advice lies deep within the heart, a person with understanding will draw it out. Many will say that they are loyal friends, but who can find one that's truly reliable? You can, Nicole. The godly walk with integrity. Blessed are their children who follow them. When a king sits in judgment, he weighs all the evidence, distinguishing the bad from the good. Who can say, I have cleansed my heart, I am pure and free from sin? False weights and unequal measures, the Lord detests double standards of every kind. Even children are known by the way they act, whether their conduct is pure and whether it is right. Ears to hear and eyes to see, both are gifts from the Lord. If you love sleep, you will end in poverty. So keep your eyes open and there will be plenty to eat. The buyer haggles over the price saying it's worthless and then brags about getting a bargain. Wise words are more valuable than much gold and many rubies. Get security from someone who guarantees a stranger's debt. Get a deposit if he does it for foreigners. Stolen bread tastes sweet, but it turns to gravel in the mouth. Plans succeed through good counsel. Don't go to war without wise advice. A gossip goes around telling secrets. So don't hang around with chatterers. If you insult your father or mother, your light will be snuffed out in total darkness. An inheritance obtained too early in life is not a blessing in the end. Don't say, I will get even for this wrong. Just wait for the Lord to handle the matter. The Lord detests double standards. He is not pleased by dishonest scales. The Lord directs our steps. So why try to understand everything along the way? Don't trap yourself by making a rash promise to God and only later counting the cost. A wise king scatters the wicked like wheat, then runs his threshing wheel over them. The Lord's light penetrates the human spirit, exposing every hidden motive. Unfailing love and faithfulness protect the king. His throne is made secure through love. The glory of the young is their strength. 
The gray hair of experience is the splendor of the old. Physical punishment cleanses away evil. Such discipline purifies the heart. The king's heart is like a stream of water directed by the Lord. He guides it wherever he pleases. People may be right in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their heart. The Lord is more pleased when we do what is right and just than when we offer him sacrifices. Haughty eyes, a proud heart, and evil actions are all sin. Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Wealth created by a lying tongue is a vanishing mist and a deadly trap. The violence of the wicked sweeps them away because they refuse to do what is just. The guilty walk a crooked path. The innocent travel a straight road. It is better to live alone in the corner of an attic than with a quarrelsome wife in a lovely home. Evil people desire evil. Their neighbors get no mercy from them. If you punish a mocker, the simple-minded become wise. If you instruct the wise, they will be all the wiser. Amen. I'm instructing the wise. So listeners, you are going to be wiser. Love it. Be right back after this. Brief pause. Whoa, boy. And trusting God day by day says love must do something. 1 John chapter 3, verse 17. But if anyone has this world's goods, resources for sustaining life, and sees his brother and fellow believer in need, yet closes his heart of compassion against him, how can the love of God live and remain in him? Ooh. We often think of love as a thing or a feeling, but the word love is also a verb. Love must do something in order to remain what it is. Part of the nature of love is that it requires expression. The Bible asks, if we see a need and close our heart of compassion, how can the love of God live and remain in us? Love becomes weaker and weaker if it cannot be demonstrated. Mm. In fact, it may become totally inactive. 
if we keep it active on purpose as we do things for others, we can keep from being selfish, idle, and unfruitful. The quintessential act of love is that Jesus laid down his own life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for another. That sounds extreme, but fortunately, the great majority of us will never be called upon to give up our physical life for someone else. But we have opportunities every day to lay down our life for someone else. Every time you put aside your own desire or need and replace it with an act of love for someone else, you are laying down your life for a moment, for an hour, or for a day. If we are full of the love of God, and we are because the Holy Spirit fills our heart with love at the new birth, then we must let love flow out of us. If it becomes stagnant through inactivity, it is good for nothing. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. God's love provoked him to give. You can read John chapter 3. Here's a partial list of some things that the Bible says that we can and should do for one another. Watch over one another. Pray for one another. Be friendly and hospitable. Be patient with one another. Bear with others' faults and weaknesses. Forgive one another. Comfort one another. Build up one another. Encourage and love them through their weakness. Be happy for people when they are blessed. Believe the best for one another. And meet people's needs. Love has many faces or many ways that it can be seen. And these ideas listed are relatively simple things that all of us can do if we are willing. We don't have to make special plans for them. And we can do them throughout the day as you encounter opportunities. It's all God asks. It's all God asks. Rewind so you can hear that list again. And please, by all means, do something. Listeners, you often hear me say how my life has changed. 
how I have changed. It is a great feeling. I am not lacking anything. And I am not bragging. I am simply stating the truth. Our God is awesome. Yes, he is awesome. I want you to say the same thing and feel the same way. If God is changing you, go ahead and change. Don't fight it. God has you. He has your back. He's guiding you. Change is good. Your life is good. God is good. Embrace it. Let's get these blessings started. Bye for now. Pray With Me, Let's Get These Blessings Started is a daily podcast and we stay alive and on the air by your donations. Please, please go to anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. Just give a little donation if you can. Thank you. God thanks you too.